Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. So on Christmas morning, in houses with small children in them, the same scene is played out all across our land. Long before the sun rises, children who have been begging, begging to open presents for weeks leap out of their bedrooms with grand anticipation. And the first thing they do is rush to the Christmas tree to assess the situation. <laughs> Are there more presents than there were the night before? There better not be less presents. <laughs> then, after making sure everything under the Christmas tree is in order, they rush into their parents' rooms with the proclamations of Christmas morning. Merry Christmas! Can we open presents? <laughs> it's Christmas. We're not much different than those children when it comes right down to it. The wonder of Christmas still touches us who are here this evening. Christmas is a magical time of year. It is a time when we ponder in our hearts the miracle that took place in the dead of night. It is in a small city named Bethlehem over 2,000 years ago. We gather together and once again recall the gospel that reminds us no matter what we are going through, God is with us. We are reminded that as the infant child who was conceived by the Holy Spirit passed through the womb of the Virgin, light was breaking into our deep darkness. And that from the manger in which he was laid, peace on earth and goodwill towards men was beaming forth. For this child was and remains God in our flesh who took away our condemnation and replaced it with God's peace and favor. The darkness of his cross became the light of our salvation. Yes, like little children, on Christmas Eve, we have come to this house to receive the greatest gift of all. The same God in the same flesh and blood that was held in Mary's arms gives to us the gift of his flesh and blood on Christmas Eve as he did the first. While Mary and Joseph were in Bethlehem for the census, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. Through the pain and sacrifice of childbirth, the child was born. And through this child's pain and sacrifice, a way would be made for all who received this child to be born again through the waters of baptism. It is impossible for us to imagine the thoughts that were racing through the minds of Mary and Joseph 
As a father, I remember when my firstborn son, Noah, was born. I couldn't comprehend what had just taken place. I just kept thinking, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And I can't imagine the Mary and Joseph holding the one that the scriptures proclaimed, holding the one who would hold the government upon his shoulders, the one who would be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I can't imagine or fathom holding the Son of God. And yet, that is what we do in the Lord's Supper, isn't it? Perhaps we have become too accustomed to the miracle that we no longer ponder the awe of the situation, which is the same situation that Mary and Joseph found themselves in. They were handling and holding the very Son of the living God, the light of the world, and so do we. It is amazing that God humbles himself to be received and held by his creation. And near Bethlehem, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. The angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloth, lied in a, laid in a manger. And suddenly there were with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among men with whom he is well pleased. The first Christmas morning, was not much different than this one. People still had to work. People still had their business that needed to be done. But the gift of Christmas, it breaks into our daily routines. It makes our daily work holy. For with the gift of Christmas, our work is carried out in God's favor and in His peace. And we see that our work is no longer just anxious toil for our survival. Our work is actually a gift to our neighbor. Our work is illumined by the presence of God in our lives. The shepherds in the field on that first Christmas Eve were doing business as usual in the dead of night when the messenger clothed in the glory of the Lord shone around them. In that moment, the night, it was as bright as the day. The greeting was met with great fear on the behalf of the shepherds, but the message was a message that takes away fear. 
Instead of condemnation that any honest person would expect from God, they received a message that replaced their fear with God's peace and His favor. It was a message of hope. A message that compelled the angels in heaven to sing glory to God in the highest. They sang the song that we echo as we praise God before we receive the Lord's Supper. The song that we know as the Gloria in Excelsis. The angel's message, it was a message that brought heaven and earth together. You could see into heaven and those in heaven were revealed to those on earth. It was a message that broke right into the middle of their daily work. When the angels went away from the shepherds into heaven, they said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. You see, the angels spoke the revealed word of God to the shepherds. And the Holy Spirit who accompanied their word did what he always does. He called the shepherds by the gospel and gathered them around Jesus himself. For the Holy Spirit always calls gathers, enlightens. He enlightens us to know and behold the Son of God. The Holy Spirit actually brought you here this evening and he directs you to behold and partake of the same Jesus that met the gaze of those shepherds on that Christmas morning. And when the shepherds saw Jesus lying in the manger, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it, they wondered what the shepherds had told them. But Mary, she was silent, and she treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned to their work, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and all that they had seen and all that had been told to them. As we gather together on Christmas Eve, we are here to behold, make known the word of God concerning Jesus. Wonder at the mystery of God among mortals. And ponder all of this in our hearts. It is, dare I say, a magical time of the year. It is the time when we who live in a world filled with darkness, when we ponder the light who dwells among us, the light that shines, the light that causes the blind to see. When it comes right down to it, Christmas, Christmas reminds us all that we are all children and we can all be filled with wonder. For the gift of Jesus that brings us salvation was undeserved. And even though it was foretold, it was still unexpected. 
And it makes us who receive him into children of the Heavenly Father. So on this Christmas Eve in 2020, Christmas Eve that does have many struggles, I pray that you would take a moment to stop and ponder the miracle of Christmas, the wonder of what is taking place on this Christmas Eve, how it is in many ways the same wonder and miracle that took place in the little town of Bethlehem so many years ago. And now may the peace of God and his favor rest upon you as you behold, wonder, and ponder the gift that comes to you in the Son of the living God. Amen.